Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Meteor Studios Arena! Tonight we bring you the monstrous mayhem you have been craving. Terrifying creatures from folklore and legend battling it out until only one can claim the title of Cryptid Supreme. Beasts that may or may not exist from around the globe have been gathered here for one night only. You'll witness the carnage firsthand as two alien feline powerhouses, the Ozark Howler and the Beast of Bodmin Moor, clash together in fur and fury. You'll be riveted by the pure bestial strength of the Beast of Bray Road, pitted against the Beast of Busco's indomitable giant turtle power. You'll recoil in terror from the monstrous Wendigo as it wields its supernatural strength against the raw reptilian rage of the Brosno Dragon. And finally, you'll be on the edge of your seat for the final match of the night where the cryptozoological championship is on the line. Two astonishing ape men enter, but only one will claim the belt at the alien theorist's second mind-boggling, monumental, monstrous, cryptid crush-a-thon! Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 135, Cryptid crush a I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Booyah! Cryptid crush number two. The second annual... Wait, we did one part, last year, right? Part two. I think it was like two years ago, probably. Biannual. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to catch all. It's like Pokemon. You got to catch all the creatures first. Yeah. <laughs> Round right? them up. So that's once you have enough to put on the event, then you put on the event, which is coming live next weekend. Uh, the fight. Uh, I'm pumped for those. <laughs> Cryptid fight 239 or whatever. So how many uh, of these guys are we talking about tonight are actual foilies? Like I'm talking shinies. Dude, every one of them. Oh, they're all... Buddy, this is a stacked card of shiny. Yeah, that's big. That's real big. <laughs> Just so uh, if... to It's April now, and if you if you don't know, if you haven't been following us on social media, for some reason, we started this goddamn running challenge. Uh, we're day five. God damn, some people are putting up some big numbers. I couldn't even walk today, barely. My dude, calves are so tight. I dude, take my, the day off. I, I started strong. I started off at a slow pace. I ran, I ran eight and a half K and after I ran eight and a half K, my knee is fucked. I don't know if it's my shoes. Like I, I even watch videos on how to run long distance and like how to strike, yes, how to strike midfoot and like how to not fuck your knees up and make sure you lean forward and don't overextend trying to save my knees. Nope. Didn't work. Knees fucked. Fuck Boys brought this on yourselves. We you did. I'm absolutely amazed at how much our fans like running. Dude, Holy terrible. fuck! There's dude. so many people who really I I was like gonna, running. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna win," and then and after day one, I was like, "I'm not gonna win." No chance. No <laughs> chance. The only thing, the only thing I enjoy running is my mouth. That's it. I want nothing to do with that shit. Yeah, it's um. So so far, we've got um, 
you know what? I'm not going to read the top three right now. Actually, Daniel Wilkes, with a, in five days, has 105 kilometers logged. This Ridiculous. Me. Ridiculous. Yeah. The guy what? is insane. As a fucking machine. Uh, yeah, he's a long-distance runner who... Because yeah. right away, we had a shame of be like, are these numbers real? Like, we're standing, standing the piss. We need the piss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much does this right? guy pay off Hussein Bolt to run for him? Like, this is he, fucking ridiculous. He's a sprinter. No, he's... If you look at paces and stuff, like he's all good. And he just like, he running changed his life a couple years ago and he just loves running and he's just happy that there's a group of people that are doing it with him. So on uh, our discord, we got a bunch of people cheering him on <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, we've been making the joke that third's the new first. Yep. 100%. Uh, second, second is a little bit of a suspect controversy. Yep. Uh, Brie, Brie with 60 kilometers, but one 30 K run and that's it. Interesting. Holy shit. <laughs> it, seems, it seems like when she joined, it just uploaded all of her last week's run before the competition at once. Or something. And I can't really tell she hasn't happened. she hasn't logged any kilometers since putting up the 60. Mm. Suspect. Suspect. Right? We'll see how that changes. Uh, and number three, rounding out the top three, sodomize uh, 47 kilometers. Uh, where are your theorists at? Well, Zell's in 10th place with 24.6 kilometers. Which I thought was impressive. Which I yeah, thought was pretty your good. Your boy, Braden, sitting in 15th with 23 kilometers. Also pretty good. And uh, Andrew and Dan are tied with zero kilometers. <laughs> there we go. Last place. Hey, man. Essential men such as myself don't have time for running right now. Yeah. All right? Just running your mouth. Yep. Exactly. That's it. Writing checks your body can't cash. Anyways. No, no. Fucking writing checks and saving necks, baby. That's what I do. You know what's funny about the challenge? Is when I fir- we first made it, we said like hashtag alien theorist exercising. But when you space it, it out, like- <laughs> alien theorist sexercising. It's so I know. good. <laughs> I saw that it's too. So I was good. like, yeah. Alien theorist sexercising. That's better. Even better. Yeah, better. Yeah. 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 We're keeping it. Hashtag alien so, theorist sexercising. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> but uh, we got a long month. So, you know, stay in there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a top five finish, to be honest. I, I will need new shoes before I can run. Catch up. I ordered mine. I ordered. I ordered new shoes. Got what, new shoes coming. What they say for shipping? Uh, I had, how long? Uh, five business days. Oh, that's not bad. It's not I'll, bad. Maybe I'll invest in a pair as well. Because you oh, know, I'm what? on like, days off. Maybe hit, I'll sign up and go for a run. I'm gonna start putting up some big numbers here. I've got hit a seven. I had to take today off though. That was today. My legs are. I like did a little test jog. Like I jogged from the end of my driveway to my house, and I was just like my both my calves were like. Felt like they were gonna rupture. I was like, nah. I was like, this is gonna be painful. And the second I start logging a little bit of a slow pace, Zell's texting me, "What's with that pace, bro? You walking? You walking, buddy? <laughs> you put up a, it's such a, a walking st- pace? It was a seven forty one or something. Like, hey, that's power walking. Let's go, dude. I wa- I ran. I ran past some people walking. There's no way I was. Okay, well, I was lumbered, but it's tough. Anyways, let's get to the crushathon. All right. Ooh, Let yeah. the carnage begin. <laughs> so uh, this is our second Cryptid Crushathon, and I've lined up quite the fight card for this uh, this special Ooh. event. And round one, I'd like to introduce the Ozark Howler versus the Beast of Bodmin Moor. Shit. Ozark Shit. Howler. Uh, both of these creatures are your uh, alien big cats. 
Oh, by shit. alien, I mean just not native and not alien alien. Or they could be alien. Not really sure. Uh, the Ozark Howler is a native to uh, the northern parts of Arkansas and the southern half of Missouri, ranging around the Ozark areas. It's been sighted between 2005, 2010. Um, people originally thought it was a cougar or something like that, but the problem is that wildlife officials around those areas, they say there's not enough of a breeding population of cougars left in Arkansas. So a oh, lot of, shit. there's been a, That's a number head. of sightings of seeing something big like this. That's a fake, fake mounted head. If you're watching the live stream of a Ozark Howler, it does kind of look, it's got like a, a hybrid between like a canine and a, like a cat mouth. And then it's like, got that looks weird... exactly like that one Joe Rogan has in his studio. It has like kind of horns on the back of its head as well. That right. It has been it's been described as having glowing eyes and horns. And uh, you know, howler is in the name. So it has been reported that, you know, people hearing those strange caterwauling noises outside that can't. That's eerily uh, accurate. <laughs> Yeah. Did a beer go down? Yeah, I knocked. I had a little tower going. She's she's gone now. Though she toppled. And in the other corner, you have the Beast of Bodmin Moor. Wait, wait, hold on. I need to know more about this howler. How big is this thing? Like, is it big as a house cat? Like, I see uh, it's, it's like devil, devil cat, devil big cat. As a house cat. No, what? It's way bigger than a house. No, Brayden just well, like how big? It's big as a house cat. It's bigger than a bobcat. So it's probably okay. about. Cougar, cougar size, large cougar. Large oh man, a large cougar. cougar is a big fucking animal. Um, they have. I wouldn't fuck with there it. was one one uh, case where they um, on the Sci-Fi Channel show Haunted Highway. Apparently, they left out a um, like a large piece of meat in order to try and lure out the creature. And they said when they came back. Uh, they found footprints, at least one footprint, around that area. And when they had uh, consulted a wildlife biologist about it, they said that it is, you know, it possibly, it's about the size of a puma or a cougar. Jesus. So, like, a big cougar can be, like, 200 kil- or 100 kilograms, man. Like, that's a big fucking animal. Yeah, they get well over 200 pounds, yeah. Jesus. So, it's got the claws. It's got the terrible howl. Uh, it's, got it's those as big as cougar. Some people say it's uh, like it's like a bear. Like it, it doesn't it? If I recall correctly, isn't there also known as like some sort of night bear or something? Night, the night night light bear or something. Night light, <laughs> night bear light bear. bear. Yeah, I think so. All the I don't remember. All the pictures that you can look up always paint it as a big cat. Like, and they always like kind of look like this. Like people are like this is what I seen. It's like a just a. It looks like a. Like a jaguar, <laughs> kind of. Oh, that's a fucking jaguar, 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 jaguar. Uh, with red eyes, right? Red eyes. So it's got it's got claws, it's got teeth, right? Stealth. It's got the speed. It's got the strength. It's got the glowing eyes. So next, you have the Beast of Bodmin Moor from Cornwall, England, the United Kingdom, flown all the way over to here across the pond. Uh. Reported sightings of this creature go back to 1978, and there have been uh, also, uh, with those cases, there were occasional reports of mutilated livestock. I think the most common hypothesis is that the Beast of Bodmin Moor, along with other uh, sightings of these large cats, because the sighting of you know mysterious cat-like creatures uh, 
uh, around the moors of England is not anything new. Um, these have always kind of been around. It's always been hypothesized that perhaps some of these were escaped cats. You know, somebody was the Tiger King before the Tiger King <laughs> over in the UK when it was legal to own large cats. <laughs> and um, so it's been uh, the Ministry of Agriculture and Fisheries and Food actually conducted an official investigation to looking for this creature in 1995. And they found that there was they came to the the conclusion that there was no verifiable evidence of any exotic felines uh, loose in Britain. And they say that it had some other creature had mauled the farm animals or had been attacked by an indigenous species, but I don't know what that would be. It'd take down a whole, you know, an entire cow or something like that. Beast of Baden Moor. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is we got to hear, we got to hear a regular cat fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Jude. Like so, the beast of Bottom Moor, again, two big cats are gonna square up. So are, now, is this Bottom Moor beast? Is it comparable size to the cougar? Is that are we on the same? The Ozark Howler. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, is it is it gonna be on a similar? Like, are we talking cats or is this Bod- beast of Bowden or whatever the fucking children of Bowden beast? Is it like a <laughs> cheetah size? Like, I don't know. I need I need more information here. Like, are we going there, big cat versus lean fast cat? Seems like, to be. It seems to be. A, they're similar. I don't know. I'm gonna say from the description, it sounds like the beast of Bottom Moor may be a little smaller, a little sleeker, a little faster. Oh shit! I think right? I think the beast of Bowden Moor is like a like. Braden is saying is is a little bit smaller, about maybe like leopard size. Okay, so lean and, and the, fast. This this Ozark Howler is a fucking tank of a cat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. It's, bear, it's like a cat yeah. slash bear. It's fucking massive. Yeah. So speed versus strength. Yeah. Classic matchup here. Seems, and seems to be what it's coming cat, down to. The problem with cats is, dude, cat fights are vicious. Oh, dude. When you watch like a leopard fight. They like grab. You watch two house cats fight. And it's Dude, like, they oh grab the same thing. They lock Crazy. on. They lock on with their front, with their like front paws and claws onto like the back of the neck, and then take their feet and then like try and kick each other's guts out. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Dude, I'll never forget being living in Thailand and just getting having the window cracked and just getting woken up in the middle of the night by like a pack of alley cats just going at it, and you could just hear fucking cats getting just shredded and just the noises and the sounds involved i was like i was like jesus like it's violence like i'd never heard before yeah now you're talking about two big cats the funny thing is with that is that cat fights and cats fucking sound pretty much the same (laughs) (laughs) they make the same noises yeah I know, I know, I know. It's true with leopards, and I'm not sure about. I'm pretty sure it's about house cats too. But with leopards and other big cats, like the males have like spikes. Yeah, but they have barbs. Dicks. Yeah, yeah they, they have barbs. barbs. Dicks. Ugh. So it actually like hurts. <laughs> I think. Cats. I think the the theory the 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 popular theory is that it it encourages like swift copulation. <laughs> like it's like get in, get out. Pump, <laughs> pump, stuff. done. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because they can like house cats anyways, can carry children from multiple different mates at the same time. So when they have a litter, they can have like three or four different fucking dads. It's crazy. I did not know that. I can 
So That's these things more you know. square not. <laughs> what's uh Dan, what or Zell, what's your take? Who who do you got and why? Strictly on based on pictures, I gotta go with the Ozark. Just because it looks it has it's way more documented and it looks way more terrifying. That's all good. Just by looks, I would say I'm going Ozark. Andrew, what do you think? Wow. It's a fucking tale as old as time, boys. Speed kills. Oh, you're going uh Beast of Bod- Bodman? I'm going speed. So I'm how do you think fucking... that fight how do you think that fight turns out for him? How do you think that the Beast of Bodman? I say he's he says he stays elusive. Right? Keeps the fucking Ozark howler lunging and trying to get a hold of him. And he keeps moving, taking little shots when he can until he gets a chunk of that fucking sweet, sweet neck. Goes for the kill. I'm going to say the only way the Beast of Bottom wins in my idea if if it's a sneak attack on the Ozark. Like looking at all the pictures of the Ozark Howler, this thing ain't all nimbly bimbly. It's not Looks It's like not a, jumping tree it's to a, tree. It's, it's, it's a beast. It's walking the ground, right? So like maybe the Beast of Bottom like leaping on its back and from the back and the neck, right? Well, That's the only think- way. But if Dude, they're both on the ground alone. in like a cage, buddy, that the howler is gonna mess up that beast of that thing's a tank, man. He's got to get his fucking mitts on him, though. I don't think he it can. also one of the other. Okay, now I found out where I had the names. It it goes by uh, the Ozark Howler, also known as Ozark Black Howler, the Nightshade Bear, the Devil Cat, Look at that and thing. the Hoo Hoo, the Hoo Hoo, the Hoo Hoo. Because I'm guessing that's the noise it makes. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> um, no, 100% the Ozark Howler, man. He's going to fucking... Even, dist- look at that thing. Look at man. that fucking thing. Even if you think... Even if it goes by the name fucking Hootie Hoo, that right there just it fucking discredits Hootie everything right there. The that's Beast the noise of Bowden or Boredom or whatever the fuck its name is, that's a yeah. gangster name. I don't want no Beast of Boredom. Oh, he's <laughs> badass. As far as names go, Beast of Bodman more. That's a pretty dope name. So bad. That should be a band. Someone start that band. It's got to be so Dan, fucking you, metal. Dan, what do you think? Where do you sway on this? Uh, I mean, I definitely put my money probably on the Ozark Howler. If it's got Ooh. as many cool names, it's got way more cool names than Beast of Bondman more. Black Howler, Devil Cat. And there's there's more evidence of the Ozark Howler. More history. Than, yeah. Yeah, the more history. So it's like, so I'm saying if we're if we're if we're putting in a cage what these things really are. They just well, materialize listen. in a in a screen. There's a chance that the beast of bottom wear is just a regular black cat. Or like, <laughs> you, you said yourself that the way the the beast of bottom more wins is by sneak attack. Obviously, obviously, this if this thing's fucking real, it's fucking sneaky as hell, right? Because it, yeah. it hasn't really been seen since 1978. Don't confine exactly. That's from the first season. So, but I mean, they still. I'm pretty sure there's still, you know, every now and then there's still a couple sightings of these large. Yeah big cats out on the moors of england this guy's buddy my my boy here is sneaky as fuck next thing before before your ozark nerd knows what's happening he's got a fucking jaws clamped around his neck and it's fucking sweet caroline ozark nerd later go boy me exactly (laughs) no i i think it's going three three to one man i'm still going with ozark howler it looks like uh we're pre-fight pre-fight analysis we're going ozark howler three to one over the beast of bodman moor three to one Again, it's going to depend, though, for me, because I could kills. be swayed if, if if we see the battlefield for them and it's like thick forest, a lot of spots for hiding. The Beast of Bottom Moor is going to have a way better advantage, right? Because it's not as 
it's not as big, right? Just lumberous through this forest, through the brush, right? If it's an open field, it's fucked. Yeah, lot, open field, lots of room to run. Yeah, but you can only run for so long, man. Yeah, exactly. I th- I'm going to take my chance with the le- with the fucking lean, mean fighting machine, fucking having gas in the tank over the fucking big lumbering tank of a fucking hoo-hoo. You don't know it's lumbering. <laughs> we don't know it's lumbering, though. What? It's fucking... Two hundred and some pounds. That's nothing. It's man. a devil. It's a devil cat. Would you call a, it's also a tiger? A would you call a tiger a lumbering beast? Even though they're five hundred pounds and they can fucking compared move? to a cheetah. Yes, I would. Cheetah's only but, good okay. for like five seconds though. That's tired. So you're as saying fuck. a cheetah? A cheetah beat a tiger? Hey, we're not. That's what. That's where you're going there. That's where you're going here. That's where you're no, going. No, no, cheetah no, versus that's tiger. Not, that's not. We're not going into that. All right, relax. This is the cheetah versus tiger of the cryptid world. That's not as fun. We'll I think to, it'd be more like leopard versus tiger. Yeah, we'll go I leopard a little so bit, a little bit bigger, a little stronger. Still, dude. Either way, I would not want to fuck with any cat in the woods. No, not even a house even like, cat. No, fuck no, man. Every time I've ever fucked with my house cat, you lose every time. <laughs> How many scars you do you win. have on your on your hands from fighting your cat? Oh, and they sting so bad. Those little razor. Yeah, blades. you know why? It's because you get they get their little shit in there. Yeah, <laughs> cat litter and fucking cat. piss. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Fuck off. all right well, ha- well but the real c- question is which one of these would be more likely to end up in joe exotic zoo <laughs> dude he'd take both in a heartbeat There's not a fucking chance they both they bo- you know one. where they'd end up in that bitch carol baskin zoo <laughs> <laughs> he'd take both right away but he might kill one faster than the other if it didn't make money <laughs> that Ozark calorie would definitely take off more than your arm. <laughs> All right. In a third hypothetical, Joe Exotic and his pistol versus one of these two. <laughs> but no, three to one. Three to one, Ozark. Ozark, Ozark Haller. Fucking Nothing I'm not used to here. Fuck's sake. <laughs> well, Moving on to round on two. Losers. We've got the very well-known... The infamous Beast of Bray Road. I know people have heard about him. Oh, it's a goddamn Beast werewolf. Of Bray Road. The hellish, uh, the hellish werewolf-like creature from Bray Road from uh, Elkhorn, Wisconsin. And let's see, people have also excited this this strange, terrifying creature as far as Illinois. Um, if you're familiar with the Beast of Bray Road, or if you're not familiar with it, he's a Bigfoot-like creature. Uh, he stands on two legs, but I have heard that he has been reported to be seen going from two to four. Uh, he can go from two legs to all fours. And um, people say that it's very large. They have uh, they say that it 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 displays some sort of intelligence. It's brown and gray in color. And uh, most of the sightings happened between 89 and 91. So people have seen this one. So he's a Bigfoot. He's seven, eight feet, something like that. And we have him squaring off against the Beast of Busco. Or it could be Busco. I'm not sure. The Battle of the Beasts. Battle right, of so the Beast Beasts. of Busco uh, is a legend from Churro Busco, Indiana. And it is a described to be an enormous snapping turtle. And people have claimed <laughs> to see it uh, around 1949. That is fucking dope. Um, they affectionately named it Oscar after the first discoverer uh, of it. And... So he, the guy who found it, it was, uh, they said like in July of 1948, 
There are at least two citizens of Cherubusco, Ora Blue and Charlie Wilson, reported seeing this huge alligator snapping turtle, and they estimated it being about 500 pounds or so. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the farmer who owned the land where they sighted it, um, it was named Gerald Harris, and Harris even reported seeing this creature. So, I mean, they act, this this creature is so popular there that they actually have a Turtle Days festival each June, and it has a parade and carnival and and turtle races. Do they sacrifice like wild game to the to the turtle, or what do they do here? But, no, I don't think so. It's a 500 pound right. turtle. I so think there's probably I... face painting and turtle races. Jesus. I don't know about human. I don't know about sacrifices. I, that wasn't in there. Oh, so what do I need to know here? Is I need to know is this guy fucking walking around like a ninja turtle? Two foot. Yes. Two foot. Okay, for so he's on two legs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, he, the beast of Busco's got a fucking shell. He's got that razor sharp mouth. He can shoot his neck out really far to s- snap. He's got razor sharp talons. He's got a tail with probably some little spikies on them. He's five hundred fucking pounds. I imagine that it's he's gonna be a little short and stocky though. Like he's not gonna be like he might be like six five, six six. Yeah. He's gonna be a lumberer for sure. He's gonna yeah. be a slow mover. Whereas he is a turtle. <laughs> whereas we have the um Beast of Bray Road is like a like a werewolf. A, like a big well, werewolf. It's like a big foot. Like big big foot. I almost think like more like a were bear. Some people call yeah, it more like yeah. a bear. You could say that. But so yeah. He's got the teeth. He's got the strength. Fucking huge ass uh, claws and shit. So it's Bigfoot Speed. with claws. Bigfoot with claws is what we're talking here. So yeah, Bigfoot with claws versus, big yeah. versus like Toka from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret <laughs> of the Ooze. <laughs> yeah. I think it would really be Toka and Razor. Like, yeah. I think that's really what it would look like. <laughs> So now I always lean more towards Toka. He was, I think he was fucking cooler personally. He just like spin around on his shell. Was that his thing? Yeah. Well, he was kind of like, I, I was a big uh, Slash fan. You remember <laughs> Slash? Yeah. And that's who I thought they were trying to make Toka be. So that's why I fucking really liked him. But Dude, I don't think there's any way you can convince me that the Beast of Busco doesn't end up taking this one. He's got fucking armor. He's got, he's, you know what I mean? Like he's, he can suck his limbs into his little shell <laughs> for protection. You know what I mean? Like what is, what, I don't know what's that, what's that well, going to be? Like you're how, missing the biggest you, thing. You're missing the biggest component here. He's got fucking turtle power. Yeah. <laughs> That's everything. Yeah. But he probably has a soft belly. You flip him over. Beast of Bay Road, get some, flip, flip him on his back. So, expose the soft underbelly, tear him apart. Buddy, Ninja Turtle's got six packs. I don't put it. Dude, snapping turtle, snapping turtle's got a like it's got to cock its neck into its shell and then lunge out and go for one quick bite. But if yeah, it misses, well, if it misses, do a quick like single leg takedown, flip him on its back, rip out the rip out the guts. Beast of Bray Road wins. I don't know. He's got a fucking. He's got dexterous arms. Get to remember too, maneuver him. He's got he's got fucking probably got thousands of years of fucking fighting experience. He's a turtle. His lifespan's fucking forever. He's <laughs> so the size of the turtle. So if a normal turtle lives like, what are those like leatherhead sea turtles live to like four hundred years or something? Don't they something oh, crazy? What? No, oh, what? Yeah, four hundred years. I'm pretty no, sure. Maybe I think sea turtles. Sea turtles. No, I think a hundred is. Yeah, no, I think a hundred is it. 
No, man. The tortoises no. are like a like a Galapagos tortoise is like a hundred and there's one that's like a hundred and fifty, maybe a hundred and forty. Mm. I think. And the, man, he's a snapping turtle. That. that the power of that fucking jaw. Whatever he okay, grabs, hold on. he's snapping in half. No, not as impressive. I, I'm looking up how strong a snapping turtle bite is. A snapping. So this is, and obviously, well, this is a 500 pound. This is a 500 yes. pound snapping turtle. But here, like I was expecting, like a normal because normal snapping turtles can get pretty fucking big too. Not yeah. 500 pounds, but I was expecting them to have a crazy bite. A snapping turtle's actual jaw strength registered between 208 and 226 newtons of force. Humans' average bite force is between 300 and 700. Oh, so we bite that motherfucker in half. Yeah, so um, <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm like, so he doesn't bite that hard. But he, like, he's got that big shirt. Yeah. Got the big and shirt. You got to imagine the Beast of Bray Road is like solid muscle, you know? Yeah. So if it's trying, even if it's trying to bite that, like if he clamps down on it, or, you know, he blocks, you know, if, if he takes a bite on his arm and he like pulls, he yanks back. I mean, he gets that neck exposed and just. Ah. For it. Um, this is going to be a bloody battle. He's losing you know flesh what? Now, every after, time he pulls his arm away. Yeah. And, and now, time. like after looking at the bite strength, because I, I, I in my head thought snapping turtle. I thought like he bite, you lose limb. <laughs> like That's what yeah, I thought. 500 pounds. Yeah, That's but fucking... if you think about a wolf's bite, a wolf's bite's way harder than that. And now imagine a yoked wolf is even more. Well, I, I thought I thought he was more like a fucking Bigfoot, not a wolf. Like he doesn't have sharp teeth and shit. He's gonna be like a primate, isn't he? Well, he's got no they, he's... they think of more like a were bear. Like a bear that can always go okay, on two well, legs. If it's a giant fucking bear, if it's like bigger than a normal bear, then that's gonna kill everything. Well, the the it doesn't say weight. It doesn't say weight of the beast. Of Bay Road, it just says a large Bigfoot type slash werewolf type slash bear type. Biped so where does the were cryptid. come from? Are we talking like turns from a like, human? Because we- it walks up on two yeah, legs. Yeah, it looks like, like more like it can walk. A man bear to walk up on two legs. Man bear, but, but bears do that. So, it's- but they don't walk on legs like continuously. They can stand up and okay. waddle a little bit, but they and can't like walk. And around they look awkward. Yeah. This thing like this thing like so it's bipedal and it's fucking scary and huge. Yeah. yeah. This is, a tough, this is a this is a tough one for me. Either one of those. I just it's, it's easy for me. It's already fucking done. I just found I overestimated my t- tortoise age by over double. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say 188 years is the oldest tortoise right now, but they think 250 is the oldest they've ever found. That makes sense. It's so not 500. Crazy though. But still, that's fucking. Not that's a 500 year that's old. That's fucking old though, man. <laughs> around out there. That's fucking old. Yeah, but now imagine that's a 500 pound turtle. Mm. Yes. Would it live uh, that much longer? I'm leading towards now the Beast of Bray Road. I mean, the only thing I don't like about this fight for the werebear is that he doesn't have any defense. He's all offense. He's got the speed and stuff, but like every hit he's taking damage, whereas the um, the turtle power, you know, he might take one off the shell, right? He, he's got some defensive maneuvers. What's it's a, a tough one? So, what do you think? Who's would, winning this? Fight? Well, it would have to depend how it would have to depend on uh, on the arena where are they fight. Oh yeah, if they're if they're in the if they're in the water, not okay. in the not necessarily even the water. If it's just like even like a uh, like a marshland, like a little swamp. Mm. Now I, I'm going turtle here a little bit because you can you know the beast of Bray Road is not very maneuverable. Better chance the land, but like 
snapping turtles aren't that maneuverable. They don't like they just kind of no, I'm just kind of move along the bottom. I don't think they kind of I didn't say sna- not like no, I didn't say snappy. I didn't say snapping turtle was maneuverable. I said the beast of Bray Road wouldn't be maneuverable in the swamp as much, so the snapping turtle would have a better chance to land a quick strike. So if they're in a swamp, I I would give it to the 500 pound turtle. If they're anywhere else, any type of solid ground's going to beast of Bray Road. Flip him over. Snappy turtle would go in. He's he couldn't hit him. Beast of Bray, Bray Road goes in. Single leg takedown. Flips him on his back. Tears him open from the soft underbelly of his tortoise shell. Game over. Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I'm going to agree with you. And the reason I agree is because I think the snapping turtle is going to extend the neck, get an arm, but then while he has the arm, the wolf's going to bite the neck of the turtle. Just tear him out. Just tear him out. Right there. Right? Once the neck's exposed. Ah, what, if, what, if, what if fucking Toka's playing the long game? Just sucks <laughs> his fucking limbs in and just waits it out. Let's... Let's Mr. Then, Werewolf gas out on that shell. But then he's going to flip him over and burrow through the underbelly. Yeah, and then you yeah. fucking quickly fucking stick your arms and head out, flip back over. Oh, so you're playing possum. Yeah. You're saying, you're saying uh, plays Play possum. Long game. He gets flipped over. I don't know. Right away he flips him over. A quick strike. The, Bam. The Beast of Bray Road apparently is pretty intelligent, so he might be the, you know, pick him up, smash him <laughs> on a rock. Intelligent as a thousand-year-old turtle? I don't know. But here's what I see. I see a fucking, <laughs> first of all. thousand <laughs> He's got fucking, he's got turtle power. So that right there is fucking huge. All right. Second of all, I can see him sucking all his limbs out and doing some type of fucking sweet fucking squirtle attack where he shoots his shell at him, fucking hits him right in the head. <laughs> fucking Gamera. Like, <laughs> and then he's just standing there around and like little yeah. jet engines start yeah, popping Yeah, just out. like squirtle. And then also, I envision this snapping turtle to be having these fucking crazy spikes all over his shell. Crazy defense. He's developed. He's a thousand years old, so he's developed all these wicked fucking ways of, you know what I mean, defending himself. This guy's a badass. I don't fuck with him. I don't want nothing to do with this guy. Right. I've heard Both a Bigfoot. Be- I've, I've heard points. a Bigfoot. I've heard a Sasquatch. I've never heard of no fucking beast of Bray Road. He sounds like a buster. He, here's a problem. Here, and the reason why I, I'm leaning through a beast of Bray Road is because I always like to think, one, them fighting each other, and two, which one would I most likely want to go against? And then I picked the opposite. And I was like, I think I'd rather go against this snapping turtle because I'm faster. I could probably get away. You know what I mean? Like I could probably get away from the fucking turtle. Good point. But I don't think there's any environment where I can get away from the fucking beast of Bray Road. That thing would truck after you. Yeah, you would you know what mean? go nowhere. Like, You're not dying. getting away. That's a good you see point. that thing in the woods? You're dead. You see that thing on the lake? You're dead. Crossing river? Dead. Getting mail? Dead. At Danny's? Crossing the street? Dead. Yeah, dead. <laughs> Going yeah. to your office? Dead. Dead. There is no possible There's... situation where you're not dead when you come across the Beast of Bray Road. No, you're whereas like your plants? I, if all of a sudden dead. you see this giant fucking turtle, goo, goo, you almost be inclined goo, to throw like, rocks at it. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm also reading here that turtles' underbellies are not soft. It's got to be softer than the top shell. But not much. It's still armor. It's still hard. So, so you're saying you don't, bitter- think could, you don't think he could curb stomp the shell and just crack it? I don't know, man. But what's, once he's on his back, he's, he can't get up. Well, yeah, he does a fucking cool breakdancing spin. Haven't you fucking go, ninja, go, ninja, go? <laughs> go, go, ninja, Jesus go, cell. ninja, go. Okay, <sighs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that if... Say if it's just as hard armor on the belly as it is on the back. 
I don't see now. I'm not. Don't quote. I don't know if it's just as hard, but I'm just. I'm trying to do some fucking fast Google. Saying, if it's any, if it's any less hard than the back shell, the beast of Bray Road is cracking it open. That's what I think. I'm just. I'm giving the advantage to Beast of Bray Road for that fact of like. There's a whole lot of scenarios where I survive fighting the fucking tortoise than I do fighting the Beast of Bray Road. He's got more weapons. Beast of Bray Road's got yeah. more weapons. Got the speed. He's got dexterous arms. You know. He's got the smell, obviously. This is a fucking turtle. Mm, I don't know. I'm go I'm going uh Beast of Bray Road. That's one vote. Braden. Beast of Bray Road. Two as votes. Well. Dan. I go I Beast of Bray Road. Oh, three to one again. Andrew gets defeated yeah. three to one in the votes against on you the You know cryptids. what? There always could be an upset though. You never know. T M N T Turtle Power. Dude, that's right. You never uh you can never discount a big upset in any fight. Listen, they any one of these cryptids has a punching chance, right? They're in the fight, they got a puncher's chance. They just got to land one. Oh, in chat, they someone's saying uh, that the bottom shell is just as hard as the back shell. But Thank you. Everyone fact check that. I have no idea. I don't I know shit about turtles. So. No, no, listen to in chat, whoever said that, they're right. Believe them, they're probably turtle experts. <laughs> All right, turtle experts. Uh, if you guys want to change your votes, go ahead. It's fine. Nope, I'm still going with it. I still don't. I don't. I don't see how that's an advantage. You suck it. Yeah. Like okay, you want to know what the true advantages? Fucking Mr. Tolka brings vanilla ice with him and wraps the entire time while this is going down. He's got a hype man. Game over. <laughs> He's got. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Vanilla ice shows up. Like what? <laughs> Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Come on. It's. But it's just going to be a like I just don't see him winning. Like he, if he starts to lose, it's going to be. A, I would I would say this is either going to go victory for the Beast of Bray Road or a draw because of people like, hey, fuck, get out of your shell, fight, do something, and he's just hiding in there. Yeah, well, what happens if he gets completely out of his shell while the Beast of Bray Road isn't looking, and he starts pounding away on that shell again, and he comes out there naked, puts <laughs> uh, him in a rear naked choke, game fucking over. No, another ex another expert has just chimed in on chat. The they call it a plastron of a snapping turtle is not full coverage on the underbelly. Bray flips a turtle over, it's over. Yeah, but why? I don't understand why. Like that's that's gonna be the beast of Bray Road's entire fucking anatomy is gonna be just as soft as the fucking tortoises. Yeah, but it's like that. It's like part. pure muscle. So like, why like wouldn't the turtle's solid? underbelly be muscle too? I don't. I'm confused. Why is I'm it any saying, different? The turtle is going to be slower and not as agile. So I'm like, if if he takes a running hit from the fucking Beast of Bray Road and falls, it's over. I'd say so. But I, I'm still saying though, you can never you can never count out a good upset. So yeah, you never know. I mean, I got I'm just because even if they lock, even if they locked hands and they're just going at each other's faces, I don't know. Everything I've learned in my childhood told me that you can't fuck with a turtle. I just, that's just, I would say the all know of Bray fucking karate. The beast of Bray road would really, doesn't even have to like get at the neck. Like he could, if he got a hold of one of the limbs and just whip that thing off again, the turtle just bleeds out. Yeah, But I would imagine like, I'm assuming this turtle is just as big and strong as this guy though. It's not just going to randomly get his limbs plucked off. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I just, that's the way I'm envisioning this. But I just I just think he's going to be too slow in this fight. He's got a lot of weapons. He's got a lot of. We're gonna have to wait. Yeah, but he's, a lot of he's got tons of defense, man. 
Yeah, but with one huge problem, if he goes full defense, he's then exposed by his belly and his underside. No, but that dies. that's he's got a small part on his belly that's not as strong as the other ones, and he can come out of his shell whenever the and, fuck he wants. Andrew, are you going defense wins ch- championships here or what? Is that what you're saying? Always, always. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna have to wait to the live fights and really see how how this battle unfolds because it's toss up. Andrew's put up a good fight. I could see right. I could see how a upset could happen, but chances I if no, I'm, I, if I I'm can betting, see it. I can, if I'm betting, I can see it. I'm a betting man. I don't like those low odds. Yeah, it's no, it's it's a that's it's a bad matchup for the turtle. Now, if you're going turtle versus one of these cats, sure. Yeah, turtle versus cat. I I would say this. I would say the turtle against the beast of Baltimore. I'd go turtle. Yeah, if this is a bracket, keep fighting, fighting to the death. Turtle, turtle beats the cat for sure. Maybe he'll pick up. Maybe the turtles will pick up a nice bronze medal. Who knows? No, I, I just see the fucking cats batting the shell around. Yeah, and then they get bored and like looking around, and the turtle just being like, "Whoop!" grabbing it, pulling it in, chomping it, chomping it. Have to wait and see. Wait and see. All right, let's see. Uh, what do we got for round three next here? battle? What round three. I like this because I learn about new cryptids I never knew about. Oh, this, this <laughs> we got some monsters coming up here. Round three, you have the Wendigo versus the lesser-known but no less intimidating Brosno Dragon. If you don't know about the Wendigo, um, Wendigo has been featured in many popular media. If you watch Supernatural TV shows, movies, it always kind of pops up every now and then. Um, the classic depiction of a Wendigo is said to be about 15, probably about 10 to 15 t- feet tall. Uh, the body's often described as being emaciated. Uh, there's nothing but skin and bones perhaps, but they're still quite strong. Uh, they are, uh, people claim them to be unusually fast, uncannily fast. Uh, they can endure walking for long periods and they don't mind harsh weather. So cold, uh, rain, things like that don't affect them. They can just walk, um, some people say they're they're fast, but others people say that they move in kind of a more like shuffling manner, like more zombie fashion, like they're trying like they're falling apart. Uh, if you don't know what a Wendigo is, it's usually uh, it's relegated to Native American. A lot of a couple of different Native American cultures have the story of the Wendigo, which is a creature that is created when a person is possessed by the Wendigo demon. And that usually happens when a person uh, commits the, the, you know, the cardinal sin of cannibalism. So uh, people have said that this is is probably uh, stems from times when either hunting parties or certain tribes got caught within certain areas where it was cold and uh, no food and had to resort to, you know, cannibalism, eating each other, eating dead bodies. If you chomp down on some human flesh, then you become you can become a Wendigo. Uh, That's 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 to be the, the case. If you, if you, it, it's either, uh, some, some stories say that it's a, when a person becomes too greedy, mm-hmm. uh, if a person becomes too decadent and things like that, uh, the Wendigo demon can take control of a person. Uh, so, uh, the Wendigo has been around for a long time. The, I mean, the legends go back hundreds, 
hundreds of years. Um, but even people at the turn of the 20th century, uh, people from the Algonquin tribe said that they had a large people, a large number of people who went missing mysteriously. And they blamed that on the Wendigo. They believed that that's, that's what was happening. Um, there's an actual cave of the Wendigo in Ontario, Canada. Uh, so it, it's legend spreads at least that far, or at least they, they, uh, people who have seen the cave, uh, archaeologists kind of interpret the paintings to be, uh, these large hair covered men could be Sasquatches. I don't know, but also could be Wendigos. And they say that they resemble the mythological creature of the, the Wendigo. Also a little known fact about the Wendigo is it, uh, made his, Debut in The Incredible Hulk, number 162. Yes. Did he? <laughs> the Hulk yeah, has fought the Wendigo. Fucking right, man. So really famous. He actually took part in Wolverine's first appearance, too, in Incredible Hulk, number 181, where Hulk's want- going going one, one-on-one when, with Wendigo, and then Wolverine comes flying out of the fucking great Canadian bushes there and fucking joins <laughs> in the battle. So the Wendigo has stood toe-to-toe with the Hulk and Wolverine at the same time. Well, he, he's got, he's got belt. He, you know, height ranges up to 15 feet tall, really, really fast, superhuman speed, superhuman strength. Um, also the ability senses. to mimic human voices. Yeah. Terrifying. Is one of its oh, qualities. Yeah. They can, they have enhanced uh, smelling oh, yeah. and hearing, and they have the ability to hunt in total, complete darkness. Uh, they've got really long claws. And if they continually consume human flesh, uh, they can technically live forever. Aren't they? Aren't they painted with like sometimes with like almost like elk antlers or it's like big antlers and stuff too? I've seen them mm-hmm. pictures of like I've seen representations like that. Like that um, but a lot of it, most of them, just have like the the bone. I've seen different pictures where it just looks like kind of a per, like an zombie like human with elongated limbs. Um, elongated, emaciated limbs and things like that. And just like the teeth have turned into kind of jagged fangs. So we're talking like a um, 15 foot, like flesh shedding zombie human speed creature. Yeah. Like undead, undead creature. speed creature. Right. Super fast. Some may, maybe with antlers, maybe not, but just like tall, lanky skin peeling off of it. Yep. So then you have, so we've pitted him up against the Brosno dragon cryptid and the Brosno dragon is native to Lake Brosno, uh, which is located in the Tver region of Russia. So it comes from the eye from behind the iron curtain. Uh, The, uh, this is actually like a really weird place because um, it's noted for having like the, the lake is surrounded by this abandoned village uh, lots of crumbling houses. Um, they even say one part of the lake features like a half sunken church. Uh, it's like a really creepy area. It's like uninhabited at this point. So you kind of have to trek to get out there, I believe. Um, this creature is described as being 16 feet long. Uh, it is a dragon like creature as the name suggests. And um, it has a, it has been reported as having either a fish like or serpentine head. So one of the two, Right. Um, Gyarados could be a Gyarados. So Probably. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> it's also known as Brosnia, which is uh, the name given to the monster, which is 
I think it's like in near Andreapol in West Russia as well. Could be one of the same ones, I think. A lot of people are skeptical of its existence, but the the history of this this creature goes back at least like uh it goes back to like the 13th century. So, uh people were believed that this creature actually turned away um uh and or scared to death the Tatar Mongol army that was headed for Novgorod during that during that period. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, there was like Mongol hordes were kind of going back and forth around that area, like that that step area, like the Russian. Novograd isn't that like from Skyrim? Of... Yeah, sounds, yes. talking video sounds like something Skyrim. So, anyways, so the Dragonborn. <laughs> so now it's the Dragonborn, probably a skeletal dragon. That's probably what it is. My favorite thing is looking up this the um, Brosno dragon. Is like a couple things I read where it's like skeptics. Say that this is nothing more than a giant mutant beaver, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Like, didn't we talk why? about a fucking beaver that was holding a fucking community hostage one time? Hmm? Sounds like something that happened. That sounds like, that sounds very Canadian. Have you ever <laughs> seen a beaver? There was a beaver roaming around our our community just the other this weekend, basically doing the same thing. Like, no one could cross it because it was just fucking fucking around. They didn't come and push it back into the ocean. Yeah, don't fuck with beavers, man. No, fuck no. Tail slap. Well, if it is a giant mutant beaver, uh, it's pretty fucking tough because this thing was said to have uh, swallowed an entire German airplane during World War II. Dude, it's fucking Gyarados. Look, look at this. That's fucking Gyarados. That's the Brazil dragon. Wait, oh, that's a picture of Lagacris from fucking Monster Hunter. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they. I guess yeah, that's what it would. That's what they. Be. Yeah, that's Lagacris from fucking. Uh, that's from Monster Hunter. Just picture Gyarados. That's what it is. The fucking Gyarados. What was uh? What Man. was his attack in original Pokemon? First one fifty. Um, Hyper Beam was a Hyper Beam. Yeah. Hyper Beam or Hydro Pump? Those are the two good ones. So this guy, he's shooting Hydro Beam right away. Game over. One shot kill. Um. This is a bad. This is a bad. You know what? Because I would say, win, like, Windego would is a. It's a beast, absolute beast. But this is a bad matchup for him on land or water. The Brosno Dragon's just too big. I guess unless it's, it can't is, be on. Is, it is can't it be on total? land. No, though. they're both about. They're both the same the size. The Brosno Dragon's like sixteen feet long, and the Windigo is like fifteen. Oh, okay. feet. Well, so they're about the same him, size. When he swallows a plane, I guess planes were smaller back then. I mean, for like a little fighter plane, maybe. And I guess if he's like a snake and it he just like unhinges his jaw and like, well, it could have been just a, a misconception. Maybe he just like he chomped the plane out of midair, didn't actually like swallow it whole. He just, you know, bit out of midair. Yeah. Maybe. Um, this is a tough one. In in water, hundred percent, it's going to the Brosno Dragon. Any kind of water environment. Is, um, the, is the dragon amphibious? If it's on land, is he amphibious? Well, it's a lake. It lives in the lake. Can't come out. Out. He has don't have like little, like little. I'm not saying. I'm not feet. saying he can't come out. But if he comes out, I it's, give an advantage to the Windego at that point because if it's dark out, which it probably would be, because I don't imagine Windego's hanging out at high noon, right? It's it's really fast. It can mimic voices, so it's fucking around with your where you're looking. It knows where you are. It doesn't need to see, right? Whereas the Brosno Dragon at that point is just all power. And like gnashing around, but if this thing got around and just like ran by, like clawed it a bunch of times, right? Like little stealth attacks, 
Yeah, I agree with that. This another one would it'd be uh where are they fighting? Where are they fighting? I guess the 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 fairest fight would be like on a pier, where like the Wendigo's on the pier, the dragons trying to attack him from the water, and they're like, you know, having that having the dance. Yeah, I uh, you know what I'll I'll say right now I'm gonna give it to a Wendigo. It doesn't matter either way because even in water, I think on the water's edge, on a pier, anything, the Wendigo's gonna lure it out, mimicking voices over here. Right, M- mimicking prey, someone hurt, someone vulnerable. It's gonna get this thing to where it wants it to be, and then strike, right? and then scrap it. Yeah, and then strike. So I, I'm gonna give it like my. I think Wendigo, uh, is just it's it's more clever. This thing is a this thing's a it's a beast, right? Like it's it's Wendigo's intelligent, right? It's Wendigo is it's, Wendigo is like it has the supernatural advantage. Whereas yeah. the Brazil dragon seems like just a beast of the water. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I I give it to Wendigo based on the intelligence. It's going to lure it. It's going to put it in a position where it can defeat it. So what, what do you think? But what if it doesn't? So I mean, what do you think? Oh, it's battlefield though. I'm just, I'm going to save the battlefields more or less. It's on, if it's on a pier, Brazil dragons lurking beneath the water. You don't know where he's going to rise up. If he catches the Wendigo on the blind side and can get him into the water, then I give the edge to the dragon. Just be of sheer advantage of the domain. But if Wendigo turns around and catches them on the way up trying to for the sneak attack, once Wendigo uses it's fucking supernatural beast. We don't I don't think we can even comprehend the type of power the Wendigo has. He might only be 15 feet tall, but he could have the strength. You know, he could be so strong, you couldn't even fathom. He maybe just fucking grabs the dragon, gives it a quick sidewalk slam on the pier, breaks his back, <laughs> grabs him by the oh, tail. Oh, God! Grabs him by the tail. Through the pier! <laughs> grabs him by the tail, does a couple, you know, does a little hammer, to- hammer toss, three, four turns, and just launches him onto shore. And then by that time, it's over. It's game over. I'm going Wendigo. Supernatural power. You can't sneak up on him. He's supernaturals. He's going to grab you, break his back, throw him onto shore, and just have his way. Game over. Wendigo. Andrew? Well, I got to go back to the fucking evidence, and I have evidence of the Hulk going 1v1 with Fin Fang Foom, and the Hulk wins. So there you go. A guy that can go 1v1 with the Hulk, Wendigo, we've seen it. It happens. Hulk comes out on top, obviously. But I've seen the Hulk run through Fin Fang Foom like he's fucking nothing. So. If that if if he can do that, but for me the big thing is is it, it, it's water. I don't think it's a fair fight to begin with if Wendigo is anywhere near fucking water. If he's weird, if he's near water, it's it's the the fucking dragon nine times out of ten. All right, fair. Dan, Dan, I don't know. I might give it to the Brazno dragon. Like Ooh. I'd give it to just the fact that split decision. Like the Brazno dragon. I mean, it's a fucking dragon. Or if it's some sort of like sea dragon creature it's still gonna be like like a fucking crocodile it's like saltwater crocodiles are fucking scary yes yeah like a 20 <laughs> foot long okay however long yeah they get like 20 foot like 28 maybe like 17 feet long things are fucking nasty and if he gets a hold of like the you know if he gets a hold of like one of the uh the wendigo's limbs or something like that death into a death roll pff, rip that thing right off 
we, I mean, you guys seen the video where the other with the one crocodile rips off another crocodile's leg? Yeah, that's Take fucking crazy. One bite and, and just, one turn, and it's over. Yeah, it's boom, it's gone. Done. And I can't imagine like there's much like I I mm, I don't <laughs> think the Wendigo can become like incorporeal necessarily. What does that mean? So like asking for if a friend, it's, like emaciated and things like that. I can't imagine that there's like, much like holding it together. You know, so if it gets on there and it rips off one of the arms, I mean, it might not bleed to death because I'm it's undead blood or whatever. Yeah. But like you just rip it to pieces. And I think I mean, if it can rip apart, uh, you know, a <laughs> like German engineered, you know, uh, fighter plane. <laughs> and I wouldn't think it wouldn't have if it could shear through metal. I don't think it would have a problem fucking around with like this decayed is, flesh. This is a supernatural beast, though. What's to say it can't grow another limb? Well, that's what they're saying, though. It'd have to consume human flesh. So it's like if there's no people around, he's not snacking down on, you know, some villagers or something. Like, but he's got a he's got a backpack on of just little snacks in the back. Just I would say this is the one I'm most torn. So far, this is the one I've been most torn about. Yeah. Since Dan gave us thing there, because I would agree that the water, like the dragon, the water dragon would have the weight advantage by a lot. Just in general, like creatures that live in the water can weigh way more because they don't have to deal with, they're not fighting gravity the whole time like that. So yeah, if he got the Wendigo toast, I think. But I still stand by my supernatural power that you can't Dana underestimate decision. that. Yeah. Not to mention this this Wendigo, he's probably Canadian. Bonus points for Canadian. Yep. There you go. <laughs> A little stronger. If that fucking dragon's wearing a jersey, he's fucked. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well put. If you throw a wrinkle in it where he's wearing a jersey. Game over. And he doesn't have a jersey tie-down, like a fight tie-down strap. Once oh. Wendigo gets the jersey over the fucking dragon's head. He's, he's eating uppies, bud. Yeah, game over. Eating uppies. Getting fed knuckle sandwiches. Uh, all right. You know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen. Ding, 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 ding. Welcome to One Cryptid Suicide. Tonight, <laughs> the cryptid belt is on the line. One million dollars is on the line. One cryptid's life is on the line. Bigfoot, you want the belt? Come and get it. It's on top of the cage of death, which is yet on top of another cage, which is yet on top of another cages. Three cages, two cryptids, one belt, Triple cage, come on down. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. This match is scheduled for one fall. One fall. <laughs> uh, we have our main event. We have the challenger, Stalin's Ape Man. The Ape Man cryptid. Uh, rumored to have been created in 1926. By the uh, famed Russian biologist, uh, his name was Ilya is it Ivanov. Ilya? Ivanov. Ivanov. Ilya Ivanov, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's his name, Ilya Ivanov, and he was a famed zoologist at the time, and he believed that he would have he would be able to produce an ape-human hybrid from artificially inseminating <laughs> a woman. With monkey juice. Dude, this is El Nasty. <laughs> yeah, that's nasty as fuck. That is some El Nasty. 
Smell nasty. Uh, comrade, like, comrade nasty. <laughs> yeah. He had to, you know, he pitched his this project to the Russian Academy of Sciences as a way of proving Darwin right. And this was going to be their blow against religion for the communist regime. You know, that was the kind of the whole thing for uh, communist Russia was kind of throwing out religion. So he was going to be like, we do this. Yeah, we got one up on God. (laughs) (laughs) Originally, uh, he wanted to do it with unsuspecting women because it wasn't unethical enough, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) But uh, eventually he had to actually seek volunteers. So there were actually women who volunteered to become a part of this project. I don't I don't know what I'm not 100 percent sure what they offered them. They volunteered, Dan. They volunteered. To, to produce the next generation of ape monkey men. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Ivanov wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't without previous successes. You know, before he had done this, he had uh, uh, successfully produced uh, a Z-donk, which is a zebra and a donkey hybrid. Horrible animal. Uh, a Zubron, which is a... Uh, some Zubron sort of, James. Uh, <laughs> a, a bison cow cross. <laughs> Uh, and also managed to produce some combinations of like rats, mice, guinea pigs, and rabbits. A, a guinea pig and rabbit would be pretty rad. Pretty rad. Strange. <laughs> um, they claim that none of his experiments ever worked. And at some point during the mid-1930s, they had got fed up with his crazy shit and they exiled him to Kazakhstan, where <laughs> he perhaps successfully created... Borat. A true man oh. hybrid. So we're <laughs> we're talking about So we're talking like for this, Stalin's ape man is basically would be like a silverback gorilla, but with the brain of a human. So it's very it smart conscious. Because he, he went to I was it Zanzibar or Madagascar uh, Zanzibar, I think. Zanzibar. Uh, Africa to retrieve chimpanzees. Fuck man, chimps are scary too. Yeah, but I would have never there. had you like you know what like six seven years ago if you would have told me like oh mixed with the chimp I would have been like so and then like after seeing like that learning about chimps and that woman getting her face torn off Ripped I'm like off oh dude chimps are scary as fuck dude chimps go to war they're fucking they're savages and they're how much stronger are chimpanzees compared to humans like pound for pound insanely strong like they rip are, your limbs off. Like, yeah, like without even thinking about it. Like you just pull your arm right clean out of your socket. Just but they're man. solid muscle. They're fucking jacked. Because they're not like, they're, what, they're like 150 pounds, a big chimp? Or how, how big are they? A big chimp? Yeah, like a big uh, chimp. Like a full-grown male yeah, chimp. Male I'm chimp. Not sure. Anyways, they are, so a chimp is that strong. <clears throat> so it's pretty much a a large chimp, a large Intelligent chimp is what we're dealing with here. All right. Wild, wild adult males can get up to between 40 to 70 kilograms. So we'll say that like a, Ivanov probably picked on the big, so big size. 72.2. So, so 100, you know, you're 160 pounds. 150 pounds. Zell, I gave you a fucking chimp in the group chat. Have a look at that and give that a post. This is what I'm picturing. This is, this is what you're picturing. This is a real chimp. All right. Let me find this fucking chimp here. I want, just a picture of you. I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the shaved? Oh my god! Yeah, don't ever fuck with that chimp. Look at oh the set my. of nuts on this guy. I want nothing to do with him. I want nothing to do with him. It's really tiny. I don't know if you, I don't know if you can really see that, but there's a chimp. It looks like the Rock. 
He's fucking okay. jacked. Oh, that, is that one of those chimps that has like alopecia and he's just like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's got no hair. He doesn't. He doesn't have any hair. Alopecia is when you don't have any pigment, so you'd be all white, wouldn't you? No. Oh no, alopecia. No, no, that's a uh, alopecia is no hair. No hair. Alopecia is yeah. no hair. What's when you're all white? Albino. Albino. When you're yeah, albino. listen, there's not a. F- I'll say right now, Dan. I love in your. No- I just pulled up your notes. You've got all these notes for Stalin's Mon ape. And for Sasquatch, your notes are, he's fucking Sasquatch. He's fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch is the rain. We, uh, you know, Sasquatch is the reigning champion of the cryptid Kushathon. Uh, and, yeah. you know, he doesn't really need introduction. He's Sasquatch. Dude, you all know. Even Harry and the Hendersons, like, that's what I'm picturing in this fight. But there's, there's the champ is just, he's the, he's, he's, he's the underdog in this. Right away, it's too small. because I'm like, as yeah, he's too small, and as strong as chimps are, and as smart as humans, I'm like, that's, chimps to humans. Bigfoot is huge. It's but, huge. But you have to think about hybrids, and if you think about hybrids, when you think about, for example, tigers and lions, when they produce a liger, oh, it's or a huge. Tiger, uh, what happens to them is that often. Uh, they have this kind of imbalance in their hormones. Like one of their hormones doesn't produce right or keeps producing and they actually increase in size. Like they keep growing. Yeah, they get laggers get fucking oh. massive, man. Thing so to remember that- here, thing to remember here is it's fucking Russian. Think about the anabolic that. steroids that this beast is on. He's juiced to fucking tits. This is not an ape. This is fucking Bane. This is fucking, right. it's fucking dude, Ivan this is Drago, Ivan. Dude. This is the Ivan Drago and- of fucking beasts. And here's the thing: we look at that, Ivan we look Congo. at that chimp, and that's that chimp, that picture, of that chimp, that picture that we just looked Ivan at of that yoke chimp. Yep, that's a chimp who doesn't know how to work out and doesn't have any like performance enhancing drugs. Now you put that, that thing in Mush- Russia with like a human brain that can train and fight. Now I now it's starting to get scarier Buddy, for this me. Is, this I'm is like, fucking. This is Rocky Four. This is fucking North America versus Russia. This yeah. is Nikolai Volkov, Hulk Hogan. This is fucking everything. Okay, so you're saying we have a chimp-human hybrid on fucking steroids, and the the hybrid program has and, resulted and like, in and like Universal Soldier, like trained for killing. And like, this is Ivan Congo, like Dan put it. It's perfect. And they never stop growing like a tiger and a lion. the The hybrid produces a much much stronger, bigger chimp human with a with the human brain with chimp strengths times whatever. But still, you're going against the world champion cryptid. First of all, he's at least between judging from accounts, anywhere anywhere from seven to ten feet tall, five, six, seven, maybe even eight hundred pounds of pure muscle, ape-like. So he's Got the ape strength like a chimp, but he's way bigger naturally. He can fucking teleport. He can dematerialize and rematerialize almost instantly. It's fucking Sasquatch. I'm talking here. Well, I mean, I don't know about the dematerialization. Dude, footprints. I know he can move extremely fast. Footprints go. They follow the footprints, and then the footprints fucking disappear, and they'll reappear like 400 feet later. Like, what? That doesn't even make sense. That could just mean that he jumps really far because it has been recorded that they do that. You know, it has been reported sightings of Sasquatches jumping very far. 
Like they can leap like entire like an entire highway. Well, that's like, okay. <laughs> that's even better. Bonus for Sasquatch. You can just jump football field. Well, I would time. I would put instant transmission over fucking like Hulk like leaps. I think that instant transmission is a little bit more useful personally. Yeah, I mean, either way, <laughs> teleports behind you. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is one of those ones where it's like you've got hard work versus talent. You know what I mean? Like the chimps, you got some someone's put in hard work, and they always say hard work beats talent until talent works hard. And you put these two things in a fight. Bigfoot's still a beast. It's still an animal, and that chimp still has a human brain. You know what I mean? And my human brain says like, you got fear. You got you. Get, you're scared. And an animal just is pure instinct. Yeah, like, plus he's going up against the champ. So the you know, Sasquatch has got that advantage. He's got the champion advantage. Natural intimidation. The psychological game is in Sasquatch's favor right off the bat. Personally, no for doubt. me to make this decision, I need some fucking context on the situation. Like, did this did this Stalin's man ape, did he fight Sasquatch's best friend and kill him in the ring? Apollo no, cryptid. Did he did he kill Apollo, Apollo cryptid? cryptid? That's what I need to know. Right? <laughs> did Sasquatch train during fucking montage videos? I mean, working his way through the cryptid ranks, I'm uh I'm pretty sure I heard a thing about the man ape meeting up with the Yeti in the in the what the fuck are they called? The Himalayas. Because he had to get over here, right? Yep. Did he get the eye of the tiger there? Is that what happened? I'm pretty sure he stopped the Yeti pretty bad. Well, you know what I mean? Like, is Sasquatch running in the snow with fucking, you know what I mean? Tree trunks on his back. Like, is he, he doesn't have work? to. I mean, it snows he pretty He doesn't well have to. Sasquatch does not have right? to run anywhere. He does. Oh, he does. He's got to put in the time, man. He's got to have the training montage. Hearts on fire needs to be playing. It's it's very technical. So we got... T- Sasquatches are known to be migratory creatures. There you go. Could, he's running up and down the, the Pacific Northwest up there. That's pretty... That's a long trek. So we got, we're pretty much... We're here. We have Team North America because Sasquatch is North America wide versus the engineered Mother Russia hybrid wannabe Sasquatch who's nowhere close to as good in my mind. That's what I've seen here. He wants to be. He thinks he might be, but not. No chance. I'm going, I'm going with a quick knockout here. A quick knockout. They're very similar creatures. Biped, ape-like creatures. Maybe if you go with the human touch of the Russian hybrid, maybe maybe they have a little bit, a little smarter, but maybe not because no one's ever fucking caught Bigfoot. He is the social distancing champ of the world since the dawn of mankind. I mean, you also got to take in fact too that if if this this Russian man ape is gonna have a human brain, he's not gonna have that primal fucking rage that Sasquatch has. Sasquatch has got a completely other gear, man. It's true. Savage. Yeah, it's, I gotta I gotta give it to Sasquatch because he's a fucking giant ape, man. Like even if this chimp, we we're we're honestly we're going. We're trying to pump up Stalin's Malinate. We're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. If he's bigger than any other chimp, if the the mix between human and chimp allows the chimp to grow bigger like a liger, we're, we're taking a lot of ifs with him to even give him a fighting chance. My money's on Bigfoot. Boom. Bigfoot, motherfucker. I mean, Bigfoot is a real North American. The real North American. American. 
<laughs> Hide in the trees like any man. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be a good fight because I, I would figure the Stalin's man ape has had training. Okay. I would figure that he's he's got like he's been training in the KGB and the fucking Spetsnaz. Like I'm sure he's training all kinds of hand to hand combat techniques. I'm sure he put up a pretty good. I, he could put up a pretty good yeah, fight. He's you don't be know. Quick. You don't know if you're training hand to hand combat with the Spetsnaz. You don't know if those techniques are even the same on Bigfoot. Bigfoot might have a completely different anatomy. You might be going even, for a pressure and that point. That doesn't matter. It's like okay, let's go. Let's go fucking fighting techniques that I learned in Russia. How would those fare against the bear? Because that's it's in, you're, it's a wild animal. You're like, fighting a grizzly bear. It is it is a fact that Russians fight bears all the time. I have seen some Russian kids fight some bears. That is a fact. That's true. I have seen this, and it's weird. And also, we don't know if the man ape has been training against El Nasties. Oh, so you think you think the man ape? has been trained against some caught wild El Nasties from the... I think the El Nasties are his trainers because the El Nasties are the original Russian Bigfoots. And they're... What was that mountain range called? Ural Mountains? Right. So they, they round up some El Nasties from the Ural Mountains, bring them in as trainers to train Manape versus El Nasty, which is a similar to a Bigfoot, maybe not as strong. So you're saying those techniques may pay off in the long run. So we have we have a we got a cage prize fighter versus the cryptid champion of the world is what we got here. Yeah. Trained trained all the deadly martial arts versus yeah. a wild beast who can teleport and has unimaginable strength and hide his hide and seek game is be, first of all you got to find Bigfoot. You're not just going to find him. He's going to find you first in the fight. I think it's I I just think it's going to be a good fight. So I think it, I think it would be it's going to be a good fight. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it up as like a blowout. I wouldn't I wouldn't go that I wouldn't go that far. I don't think I think Rush I think Sasquatch is going to have his hands full. I think Sasquatch is going to pull Russian uh, the Russian hybrid both his arms out of just completely off and beat him to death with his own arms. That's how that's it's going to be like a human fighting us ape fighting a, like a really strong chimpanzee is going to be like Bigfoot fighting this guy. Yeah, that's what I think. Other way around. That's what I think too. I think the chimp, the man ape's going to come in with a lot, but he's been fucking up humans, pulling their arms off, thinking he's all yoked. And then he's going to step in the ring with a great ape. Boom. And he's going to get hit, torn in half. Quick, quick fight. That's why I predict. I'm saying, I'm saying you throw a chimpanzee in a ring with a silverback. Who you got? It's over in a second. Silverback, doom, pulling in half. Silverback, 100%. Dude, 100% kills the chimp any day of the week. So the fact that we're even... Shouldn't even be not... We should just end the podcast right now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm saying, like, Spetsnaz, they do all the kind of crazy Krama guy. He could be gouging eyes out, kicking out knees. Well, unless Listen, the, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe the joints. Dude, maybe, maybe the Spetsnaz, maybe they give him, like, a hidden fucking ankle fucking blade or something, and he's, he's cheating. That's true. No, maybe no, they're all checked dirty. before the fights. They're Check. all checking. No <laughs> legal blades. No brass That's knuckles. Bush League, man. No, no, no brass no, knuckles. No, you got. No. You don't know if he's hiding razor blades in his mouth. Yeah, it's. But are. here's the thing. I you put you put a UFC cage match together with Stalin's man ape and just a silverback gorilla. I give it to the silverback gorilla. You know what I mean? Like even with the smarts and stuff, there's just something about that <clears throat> size and just pure power 
he's going to pull that chip apart, even with the with the Soviet man brain. Like I said, we're we're throwing a lot of ifs to even give the Stalin mandate a chance, a fighting chance. I agree. A lot of ifs around, uh, and that's why I got to give it to my boy Bigfoot. He's got, retaining the belt. We got in chat. It's going to be like C three PO getting his ass whipped by Chewbacca. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So pull those arms clean off. Pop pop. Okay, we got two for Bigfoot. I agree. Dan, uh, going close. Yeah, I I would say Bigfoot too. Um, closer. You're, you're going I, closer. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout like you guys are thinking it is. I don't think it's going to be that. All right, all right. We got three Bigfoots, but one Bigfoot not by blowout. Two Bigfoots by instant one, win. Yeah. One, two Bigfoot KOs. One Bigfoot by decision. <laughs> Andrew? Andrew, what do you got? Well, okay. I just want to play contrarian now, but you know what I mean? Like, cause you gotta, you gotta know the man apes on PEDs and we're not doing piss tests before this fight. Nope. No, 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 we're not. So, you know what I mean? Who knows? The Russian squash to pee in a cup. I'm not going to do it. No, fuck no. I mean, I, it's gotta be Sasquatch though. It has to be. I can't even fucking, I just can't do it. That's an anonymous Sasquatch. I want to, I want Ivan Congo. I, I want him to win, but he's not gonna. Dude, Dan nailed it perfectly at the start when he wrote in the notes, it's fucking Sasquatch. That's it. <laughs> That's all the notes said. There was nothing else about Sasquatch because you know. What else do you write? Because I love betting <laughs> on the underdog, though. I do. I love betting on the underdog. Wait, you know what? Kate, it's extra weird because bucks. you. Go for it. I like, I like Windigo versus Bigfoot. I think Windigo matches up a little bit better against Bigfoot than Stalin's Manate does. Like with their powers and stuff, I think that's yeah. it. Like a, that would be a closer matchup. So if we see you wins, Windigo, if Windigo beats Brosno Dragon, Windigo might be getting a title shot coming up. The guy's a fucking cannibal. He will, he'll do it all. The guy fights dirty. Right? I don't well, want nothing like to do I'm with saying, Windigo. I'm saying that's we'll have to wait for that he's one. Got the voice mimicking, so obviously he can make a mimic of a Bigfoot call, right? Bigfoot is a beast. Semi-intelligent beast, but it's still a beast, right? So you're getting intelligence first beast. You get the matching superhuman abilities, right? I like that matchup. I like that. We, you know, we can see a big upset there. But Windigo's got a huge test in the Brosno Dragon. Um, you know, we all split decision on that one. We don't know, we don't know where it's gonna go. So, anyways, but that's uh, I Bigfoot over Manape all day, every day. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you're you have to tune in to when uh, to the live fights, to the live fights. Yeah, we're live streaming the fights. Should be good. I'm really excited. Considering the lack of sports going on right now, I'm really fucking excited for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm La- so I'm glad they're the pay per view still on, and uh, we're gonna be able to watch. It. That's gonna be the best thing. Yeah, official date hasn't been announced, but the fights are coming. With a fight like this, yeah. you don't really know when it's gonna take place. Could just happen. Yeah. Stay tuned. Dana Black. Dana Black said they're happening somewhere on Earth, no matter what. <laughs> somewhere. A private uh, island somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere yeah. in this universe, they're happening, he said. He didn't say when, but they are happening. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Uh, all right. Let's uh, sell. Since we have all the, the fights done today and learned about some new cryptids, why don't we get into some space news? Oh, yeah. This was an interesting one. I only have the headline. Uh, Trump recently signed an executive order to allow moon mining. 
Moon. What are they mining on the moon? Cheese. Cheese. Oh, cool. <laughs> Delicious moon cheese. Delicious moon cheese. Yeah. I, How do you sign an executive order to be like, you can mine the moon? Like, well, who's going to, number one, who's going to say no? Because then it's like, but really? Like, you don't own the moon. Is it, are they going to mine for water or something? Or, no, I, was, I didn't really, it didn't really say everything was pretty vague. Yeah, if you're gonna mine the moon, you gotta, you like, because mo- most minerals are on Earth, uh, like that we want to use are on on Earth. So something have to be something on the moon would have to be like helium three or some other type of like energy source that could be used for propulsion or like energy, like energy production or something. Something we couldn't get on Earth because that would be like the amount of money to get to the moon and mine and get back. I can only imagine how non-feasible you know what, though? that would be for anything. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It's an expensive startup, but if we get a moon base and stuff, and and say say we find oil on the moon, oh, I'm just <laughs> no. I'm just saying hypothetical, not gonna happen. But just say we sight moon, moon oil. oil. It's not the same. It's not from a creature, but we can use it in our cars or whatever. It would be far cheaper to send that oil from. Like to launch it from the moon to Earth, right? Because there's less gravity. You're going to use less fuel on the launch, right? It's it's harder to get it the startup. But I once you're it. set up, I think the cost would ex- exponentially drop, especially with our reusable rockets we have now. The gravity of the moon would be far easier to launch shit off there. That's what I mean. We've though. got the we're going to have the 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 Seven Eleven and gas stop and. <laughs> Stop and save the gateway in between the two. The gateway, yeah, the gateway, lunar gateway. We're gonna be all set up, man. You heard it here. Lunar highway. I get that, but that's what I mean. So whatever's on the moon would have to not be on Earth because no matter what, it would always be cheaper to mine it on Earth. <laughs> yeah, I I think this is a little bit of a power play with everything. I think people are just wanting to get their ducks in a row with all this talk about going back to the moon, getting settlements on Mars. If they make a discovery of something they can mine, they don't want anything, any like, oh, should we, can we, this, that. It's like, well, we're already allowed because we've signed these things in the past saying that if we find something, we can mine it, we can do, we can exploit the shit out of it way before anyone can be like, stop and should we be doing this? Right. Right. It's just, uh, to me, that's what it is for me. It's just like, yeah, let's cut some ribbons before some red tape before we get there. Let's make some headlines. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. Because <laughs> I really, um, I, I am curious to how you say, uh, you just authorize people to mine on the moon. It's like, don't you don't like, you can't just be like, you don't own the moon. You don't. Own you know the how moon? excited Bruce Willis was when he heard this, <laughs> dude. We got hundreds and or thousands of Albertans that are professional drillers that would seize the opportunity to go to the moon and drill in a second. Yeah, drill for that sweet sweet mm. moon oil. Um, April super pink moon is the biggest full moon of 2020. Uh, Tuesday, April 7th. So you probably, this podcast is probably just missing it. If you're listening live, you can, you can watch it. What's the date today? Sixth. Sixth. Uh, there's a giant super moon. (sighs) It's going to be the biggest moon of 2020. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully it's not cloudy. 2020 knows. Got myself a pair of The moon doesn't crash into fucking earth at this, (laughs) the way this year's (laughs) going. Yeah, no kidding. Incoming asteroid. Uh, what else you guys up. got for space news? 
Oh, I had third starship prototype destroyed in tanking test. So as they keep building the starship, which is that big steel... Um, What's the ship from Futurama? Uh, Planet, Planet Express. Express. Planet Express. The the Tesla, the SpaceX's Planet Express ship. They keep testing it and blowing it up to like, you know, to see how far it will go. And they just blew it up. And I have let's watch the video because it's pretty cool. So they're doing like a pressurized test. So they're trying to pressurize systems right to the max, and then it collapsed. You can watch it right here if you're on the, on the live stream. It's going boom, and it just buckles. Oh. Ooh, just crumbles. But it was not. It was not unexpected. They said they were doing that. They were pressurizing as far as they could just to see what what the buckling point was going to be. Cool. But that's pretty sweet. So one step closer to uh, having a a stainless steel starship is what it looks like going to Mars. I think it looks fucking sweet. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah, just fucking buckles, man. They pressurize and it's just like, like it, in an instant, like a third of the ship just crumbles, pop, snap, and just falls apart. Pretty cool. If you want to check that video out, you can find it on spacenews.com or you can just look at that live stream on our YouTube channel. And that's all I had for Space News. Dan? I have a bit because uh, I love this fucking title. I told Andrew. Andrew loves this title as well. Heavy Metal Alien Planet may be shaped like a football. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy Metal. Wow. Uh, Finally some Space News is, for uh, me. That's where I want to live. <laughs> If I'm going to space, I'm going to that fucking place. And for our Australian and UK listeners, that's an American football. Just in case you're like, yeah, duh. Like they're all, everything, <laughs> all planes are shaped like footballs. Uh, um, scientists have been investigating uh, KOI 1843.03, which is an exoplanet candidate uh, that is orbiting a red dwarf star. And it's about 395 light years from us. Um it seems that it has 44% of Earth's mass and about 60% of Earth's diameter. So it's a little bit smaller. Uh, the They think that the shape can be attributed to its uh, orbital pattern because it orbits its star at about 4.24 hours a, for a year. Oh, so shit. their whole year coming. is about four hours. <laughs> It's about one sixth of a day here on Earth. So this thing is just whipping around that uh, that red, red door star. And they're thinking that that is kind of uh, uh, shaped it the way that it is like these these forces that that have, um, you know, that are working on the planet have just like shaped it into the kind of like an oval oval shape. <laughs> cool. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty weird looking. All I know is if Andrew likes it, it's probably uh, incomplete. <laughs> uh anything else space news that's it for space news let's uh let's hit that randomatron all right let's do it firing it up right now Printing, faxing, emailing, scanning, texting. Woof. At the same time. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, what's this? I am the more to say, to 
Mongoose file. So before we start this, as yep. we as we know, obviously this didn't happen to me, right? It happened to a friend. I have a friend of a friend of mine, right? Of so, and not even that. And, and from my understanding, that friend's not even that much of like the friend of a friend of a friend isn't even that much of a friend. He's an acquaintance. Loosely. He kind of knows the guy. Barely yeah. there. He's barely if, there. If you ask me, the guy's a bit of a fucking bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not the kind of guy you want to be around with. I, I know that type Real of guy. Sh- yeah, a little bit. I, I heard this guy's got some short man syndrome. Totally. The kind of guy you want yeah. to give a fucking one star. Let's just say that. Like yeah. he's, got, he's got one full yeah. sleeve. On his left arm. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you're getting bro. a little too descriptive here. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, relax. <laughs> okay, all right. Anyways, he's the type of guy to do one of those push-up challenges. Yeah, yeah, and one not, asshole, right? and not right. not to do a running challenge. No, not a running challenge. Not a challenge running Probably skip that. Fuck cardio. Fuck cardio. Cardi, no. Cardi, no. Yeah, Cardi one of no. these guys. I think we've painted a picture. Oh, he's probably of a guy that's still fucking working. Doesn't have time to run. But either way, let's yeah. Either way, either way. Let's get into this here. Okay, so these are semantics. All right, this 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 certain situation takes place around you know what I mean. Early in the morning, a friend of a friend of mine shows up to work. He's about half an hour early for work, started day shift, so he's pretty tired, a little bit groggy. You know, you see the night crew; they're in rough shape. They still got about half an hour left in their shift. My partner for the day rolls in, and we're like, you know what, guys, why don't you go home early? We'll take over. You know what I mean? So our, our, the shift hadn't started, you know, hadn't even really started yet, but they're taking over. Within minutes of these, the night crew walking out the door, the phone rings, of course, right? Hop on the air. We need you to code three. We have a psychiatric call at a construction site, right? So it, it's, it's like 6.15 in the morning. Not, not everything's clicking just yet. You know, you're a little foggy, haven't had the coffee yet. You know, things are going a little slow. So you're driving to the, to the call, working with a new partner for the first time, you know, trying to, you know, get to know the guy, cracked a few jokes. You know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah, I, I did construction. That you know, if I was still doing it, that'd be enough to make me crazy. You know, trying to trying to get a laugh here. Didn't get one. Tough crowd. Show up to this 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 skyscraper that's being built. It's about you know, at that point in time, I believe there was about twenty eight floors, and we start hoofing it up these stairs, and a guy's leading us to the scene and trying to get into kind of some information. Like, hey man, like, what's going on? This is kind of weird. You know, like. Is this a employee of your guys's or something like that? And he's like, no, no, man, we've never seen this guy before. You know, he just broke in. I'm like, oh, it's weird. You know, as you're going up all the floors and finally we get to the 28th floor and I'm like, why the fuck would the guy climb all the way up to the top of this? You know what I mean? I'm like, this is crazy. It's a huge walk. And the guy looks at me like I'm fucking stupid. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, well, obviously to jump off. And I'm like, well, I've completely miscalculated the situation. Like, don't you think that's some pertinent information that you should, you know, maybe let the dispatcher know? Like, it's a little bit yeah. out of my uh, skill set. Yeah, you're like, I help him when he's hit the ground. Yeah, exactly, right? And 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 so I'm like, okay, like this is fucked. I'm like, we're gonna go back down. And he's like, well, no, no, he's right there. Like, you gotta talk to him. He's gonna jump. I'm like, you know, I'm just as fucking qualified to talk to this guy as the guy that led me up there is. You know what I mean? So I'm like, whatever. So we walk over to this guy that's on the edge of the lynch, kind of like full arms extended, being like, Whoa, like fucking please don't jump, like. You know what I mean? Try to find some common ground with this guy. And, you know, next thing you know, we're up there for about 10 minutes. Get on the radio to dispatch being like, this is not what we thought it was. And as soon as the mics clicked, you can see the guy being like, who the fuck are you talking to, man? And you're like, ah, nobody. It's all good. You know, it's fine. Everything's good. Everything's good. And anyways, we let dispatch know that we're way over our fucking heads here. This is above our pay grades. We are not fucking ready for this. 
And they, okay, yeah. So they're going to send the police and the fire department and the high angle rescue everybody. So I got to fill some time. I got to kill some time. So I'm sitting there striking up a conversation with this guy trying, you know, like I've seen the movies. I'm trying, you know, it's not worth it, man. There's got to be a better way. Let's find some common ground. You know what I mean? Just basically killing time. About six, seven minutes later, I get a slap on the chest. All right, ambulance driver. You're good, buddy. Take off. <laughs> ambulance driver. You know, and I'm like, instantly the guy, you know, says ambulance driver. And I'm like, you know, you, this guy's obviously not fucking talking to me. Ambulance driver. So, all right, not in a great mood, but I'm like, that's fine. Thank you for leaving me in this situation. I've already wet myself. So, I, you know, I need a new change of pants. So, you know what I mean? I felt like we made a bit of progress. The guy stepped back from the ledge. You know what I mean? We had a good talk, talk from him. So we're, you know, walking down these stairs. I'm talking to my partner. I'm like, you know what, man? I think we did some good. Like, it sounds like this guy probably isn't going to jump, you know, so we can take some solace in that and, you know, everything's okay. You know, within fucking, you know, 10 minutes, took us down to get to the bottom of the building, hop in the ambulance, start the engine to warm it up because it's cold. It's early in the morning. Backstreet Boys starts playing. You are my fire. You can hear him. You know, we're getting serenaded first thing in the morning after feeling like you did something good. You know what I mean? Talk to my partner. That was pretty crazy. Hey, eh? well, you know, we, we did what we could. And then within two minutes, all of a sudden, you kind of just look up and you can just see something come sailing. No. lands about, like I'm talking maybe four feet in front of the ambulance. No. Just like fucking departed. Like just, oh man. And you're just like, well, okay. Oh shit. Yeah, so that went from feeling, you know, pretty <sighs> pretty proud of yourself to being like, oh, okay, you know, well, maybe next time. Me. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but, you know, that's... Dude, it, when you're in those kind of jobs, they're like, as people will be like, oh, it's cold. It's like, no, motherfucker, that's how you get through the fucking day. Like, you see this shit day to day, like, people are like, oh, fucking... And people don't get why, like, cops and paramedics and stuff have a dark sense of humor. It's like... It's the only fucking way to cope with some of this shit because it's so unbelievable. The shit you hear and see that it's like, you've got to almost like dehumanize it for yourself. Well, and it's like, I I don't know, man. Like even for us though, like we usually show up after it's happened. You know what I mean? You don't fucking show up and it happens right in front of you. That's it's usually quite rare. And like everybody was shook. There was like a tack team there of like Ert, Ert trained fucking, um, um, paramedics and stuff like that and like as soon as this guy splat one of the guys came sprinting out with a syringe filled with transexemic acid and jar you know jabs the guy in the leg with it and you're like you know we i kind of just like stuck my head at the amazon I was like it's not gonna do anything man <laughs> guy just fell 28 stories onto cement like there's some t- there's some f- things that are physically uh that's the end yeah <laughs> These guys' you, organs are sheared. I wish half. you. I wish your friend of a friend would have just leaned out the window and said, "Time of death right now." <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> the one-liner. He, need, he yeah. needs to work on his one-liners. It's not a talent. And then he and then he reverses. Beep beep beep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it wasn't good. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Um. Anything else before we end this one? Yeah, we let's. Uh, we didn't do it last time. We forgot. Read some Patreons. Patreon supporters. Oh, yeah. I don't have any episodes. I'll use them. I'll make up some more names. uh, These are all well thought out, very real names. No one's trying to fuck with us. It only took you three weeks to plan them. No one's trying to fuck with me. Um, We didn't read them last time, so I'm going back to March 24th. 
Denise Sands, Chuck the Truck Wallace, <laughs> Stephen Widal, Russell Rees, Zachary Stevenson, Sasuke Ochika, just Kim. Thank you, Kim. Zachary Sutton, Claudia Ramirez, Ron Pond, Aliza Rice. <laughs> Getting creative. Manny, Joshua Livermore, Alexander LeClaire, Matthew Mitchell, Mandy Norton, Andrew Kiss, Terry Chelton, Cummins 626, and last but not least, just Austin, not nice. Austin 316, which you should have done. <clears throat> but thank you very much for supporting the show. People are asking about the Mitra. The Mitra usually happens after the seventh of each month. Uh, that's when Patreon usually sends the numbers uh, that I can enter. Uh, it was sent late this afternoon, but I didn't have time. So next week we'll do the Mitra. Uh, it's usually after the seventh. So if people are asking why isn't it on the first, it's after the seventh. So the po first podcast after the seventh of each month is the Metro. Yep. Um, other thing, you know, you can always look us up on social media, Instagram, Facebook. We've been interacting like crazy these last couple of days, uh, chirping fans. One of my favorite things is what I've done is there was a there was a couple of fans who who had some early beaks about of squashing me in the running challenge. <laughs> so I've sent. I sent a picture of their name with zero kilometers and then a screenshot of saying how they were going to beat me so bad. And I sent it to them just to chirp them. So we've been having some good back and forth uh, with fans. You can always uh, get us on Instagram, Facebook. One of the weird things I always get is like, who am I talking to? Is this the person that runs their social media? No, it's us, motherfucker. We you run. call <laughs> us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If we don't get back to you right away, Try again. Chances are we just missed it in the fray. But if you're talking to anyone, it will be one of us four. No one else. No one else. No one else. You'd probably get a faster so, response if it was someone else, but we will respond eventually. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you when we get interns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you will know because all of a sudden you'll be answered right away. You think that happened now and not at the beginning there, Andrew. What are you talking uh, about? Anyways. No, you'll know because we'll have but more. We'll like tweet like twice a day. Yeah. We've been we've been good these last five days, man. Me and Zell have been posting on Instagram like every day and Facebook Live. Best we've ever day. done. Best we've ever yeah. done by far. Yeah. So, uh, oh, you find our website, AlienTheorizing.Live. Get some merch. We got some new merch coming. It's taking slow. It's uh, I'll have some more merch this. It's the week. fucking apocalypse right now. We can't get anything done. Nothing's happening. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tough. It's it's gone from not having enough time to having too much time, which is almost as bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is just as bad for getting like for being productive. Um, we didn't talk about COVID this whole op episode, so uh, the COVID. That was a nice break. Good. That's still happening. It's still that's going on. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> you all know just as much as we know. It's just going. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We've had enough. We'll talk about that in after hours. Uh, yeah. You can go to Patreon. We always do after hours. We've got tons of bonus material on Patreon. If you want to help the show out, go on Patreon. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. Thanks, everyone. Hey, everybody. 
If you want to listen to us watch these fights live, go to patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast. Subscribe, support your boys, and enjoy all the bonus content available. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>